Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. Whip it out in 30. What's up, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans? <laughs> this is Alan Bishop of If You Have that Ghosts, You Have good. Everything. You may know me better as Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. But if you're at all interested in the Fortean, High Strangers, yeah, I got, uh, and Paranormal, I got some information. And the uh, I got a little bio. And you should tune into my new podcast, If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Available now wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify. Google Podcast and Amazon. Welcome to another podcast of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Tonight, I, I'm i Tiny. We have Tiny here, and we have Super Nash, and we have CT. Welcome, fellas. What's happening? <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we, now, we are two-thirds of us are married, so th- that's something. It used to be... I used to be in the minority, and now I'm in the majority. So there you go. Yes. So that's kind of cool how that works. Congratulations, sir. Uh, that's that sounded uh, like an awesome wedding and and honeymoon. Spent it, uh, it out in Colorado and did it in Colorado. So uh, it was super cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just remember, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, www.scotchybourbonboys.com for everything Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Glenn Karen's t-shirts, Glenn there you go. Everybody's looking at the Glenn Karen's that we're tasting in tonight. And then also, remember, we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X. I, I've just been dying to say that. We're on X. So, uh, and then also... Uh, Find us on all the different podcast formats. Uh, we are on them all, but Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeart, uh, Alexa will do it, Google, Amazon, all of them. So even even the uh, Pandora, I mean, that's one of our main uh, listening uh, audiences. So everybody, welcome tonight uh, to... Uh, another awesome podcast tonight. We are highlighting 
Marianne Eves. Uh, now, I don't know how much, uh, just getting into this a little bit, uh, we, uh, I've, I've known about Marianne, and she's done some things, but my, my our paths haven't crossed. I mean, I don't even ha- think I've had a conversation with her, and I think that's kind of got to change soon because, uh, you yeah. know, She's been doing she she's done a lot of cool things and she's been doing a lot of unique things uh, and she just is kind of what would you say a groundbreaker? Yeah. Go ahead. She's the first female distiller, so I mean master yeah. distiller, so yeah. yeah. For, for uh, well, she was a Brown and Foreman's master taster when she was working on Woodford Reserve. And then you were talking about that she she went to Castle and Key, and as she put it, um, initially that that it wasn't uh, they didn't build it; it was a renovation of a collapsed, um, famous distillery. It was the old Taylor yeah. Distillery, Colonel Taylor's Distillery, that he built for tourism, you know, uh, in the late eighteen hundreds. So. I mean, if you guys have both been to Castle and Key, I know it's just the grounds are so Buffalo Trace-esque, right? Wouldn't you say? I mean, it just has that feel of they've remodeled and everything. But, you know, Taylor was using that steam system, you know, for heating the the uh, rick houses and he, like he did at Buffalo Trace. Pre-prohibition style. Well, yeah, that that castle is probably the most iconic distillery thing that there is because it's still yeah. standing. You know? Yeah, it, it, the old Taylor. It even has this the old Taylor sign that was up, and it's just kind of yeah. a cool thing. But um, that's where she went. She, she it was the startup. I mean, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's pretty cool. Where where did, now is that a decanter? That's a decanter. With yeah. and it's filled with what? Well, it isn't filled with anything. What would it have been? What would it have been uh, filled? This was uh, it's a Weller, right? No, it's it's so it just says Old Taylor bottled and bottled by Old Taylor Distillery Company, Frankfort, Kentucky. Um, and I think this was maybe '68. Ooh, wow, that's Ooh, really uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. By far, that's the most iconic building in probably the bourbon whiskey world at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And Marianne, and and the other thing about Marianne that helps with that whole story is the the movie Neat. She is involved in pretty heavily, you know, and starts that out talking about how they were choosing local grain and getting everything going. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt, and she got it going. And then in, yeah. she left in 2019, which means she left right before the world went to shit. <laughs> and she did a project where she went across the country in uh, um, she has a degree in, uh, you know, the. Oh, God, I know it's uh, chemistry with the science, whatever uh, I knew what that was. I actually have. A sign. I, you know, this is just a perfect tiny moment when I when I know what I'm supposed to be saying, and I cannot come up with it. But let's just try a screen share real quick. I'm going to try that real quick and see if it can come up. I'm going to look at it. 
There it is. Yeah, and it comes up. Let's That's see. I have, in front of me. Yeah, I have that bio right there. Yeah. But I was just... Hey, Tiny, I've, I've learned this week that when things are not going the way you want them to and you're not really sure what to do about it, you deflect to UFOs. So let's just deflect to UFOs. <laughs> and just... uh, a degree in chemical engineering from Thank... the University of Louisville. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Super Nash comes through. Uh, say that it's like chemical engineering, right? Yeah. So she she understands um, the science that is involved. Now let's see. We've got um, definitely one I would would drink daily. Okay. So she's got a you know that degree, and then she gets into distilling, and at at Woodford she realizes that. She was, um, what would you say? She had a, uh, she was a super taster. You know, her palate was fantastic. And when she realized, when she started with that, and like she said uh, in an interview that it's uh, smell is mostly uh, the the responsible for taste. So that was really kind of cool. Uh, and she has very good um, ability to smell and taste and uh so once she was there and she left, you know, then she went, like we talked about, she was at um, Castle and Key, and then she went out on her own distilling at, um, coming and blending at, I believe the project was supposed to be eight different distilleries. Yeah. I don't know how deep she got into that. I know that when she passed through Ohio, we, right, yeah. right. And I know when she passed through Ohio, she did this watershed blend that we have here that we're going to be tasting. Uh, I don't know. Super Nash has a couple of watersheds. He's going to drink along with us, right? Back there, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but these were uh, Aaron's projects that we picked up. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I just, broke, I just broke them out because they were watersheds, and I, and I broke out my watershed uh, uh, shirt tonight. <laughs> so Ross, <laughs> watershed barrel. Just so you know. I, so there wait, you go. I one up you, Nash. I got a barrel. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm going to one-up both of you because I've got a signed Marianne Eve's uh, sold-out small batch forbidden, which she just put out, uh, Mm -hmm. her her own uh, uh, blend. Yeah, yeah. And she did it. Actually, actually, Nash, that is her own everything. She distilled it at Bardstown Bourbon Company, and she aged it there and then also blended it. And Nash, also got the single barrel too. Oh, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a photo for authenticity to uh, to verify this because this this could be a fake signature. Um, she a she she signed it personally and uh huh. So just to hey, I I see it. Yeah, 2023. I hate you. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just received these bottles uh, from her. Uh, uh, like I say, did you just order them? Just did you order them directly from her? You called her up and said, "Hey, Marianne, sign a bottle, send me a single barrel, and I'm all Scotchy Bourbon Boy." Right? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, bar and girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, 
uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. She friend, yeah, she friended me uh, here a couple of months ago, but uh, no, actually, uh, they, uh, <laughs> they came out when they released, when the release was coming up, Bourbon Outfitter, which uh, it was, did the release for her. Uh, well, as soon as they came out, yeah. I mean, I jumped online before it sold out. Right. And, uh, she, and she. She's working with four uh, South Carolina places too. I mean, yeah, it's, it, her project is in South Carolina and Kentucky, but that's the Kentucky release right there. And yeah. that single barrel comes right from Bardstown Bourbon Company. I watched her pick that single barrel three weeks ago on uh, the Today Show, which was kind of cool. Uh, we yeah. watched that and whatnot, but. Uh, so what's really great is if you look at your Facebook and who's watching Ross, the master distiller of 1792. Thank you for watching us tonight. He's checking yeah. us out. So we're doing a, a live podcast. I hope you enjoy it because hopefully uh, when we're down that week, Ross, uh, we stay in touch and you get on the podcast. But our podcast is exactly this. Uh, we're relaxed. Sugarlands Distilling Company. Yeah, we were talking to Sean. He his release is this Saturday, and he's gonna get us a couple bottles. We'll have to give samples down to you, Nat. Oh, yeah. I was just up there at Sugarlands. Uh, uh, well, the uh, the gift shop and all here just uh, last weekend. Of course he was. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's super Nat. Well, I, well, I had I had to take a break, uh, and we just. Took off uh, like Friday night and uh, Saturday and came back Sunday. All right. So um, this actual uh, watershed right here, the one that me me and CT are going to pour, is I, I, I want to highlight this because, honestly, this is a distillery. Now, they just did a release. I, there was a release uh, today, actually. I think, CT, yeah. I saw your comments. Yeah. I did not comment. I, I I had a couple comments that I thought of commenting, and I was able to control myself. Uh, that's what you have to do. I mean, I was just, you know, I the, what I want to know is if he's going to actually come out with uh, an aged barrel gin, and then then basically put his uh, put his bourbon into a gin barrel and do a gin barrel release because that would be on in lines with wh where what water you know the lemon peel a barrel with lemon peel in it and then you take the bourbon and you dump it in there and let it age there that would be kind of a a cool thing that would go along the lines of the direction that the distillery is going wouldn't you say although They've had several single barrel releases in the last six months. I mean, we did a barrel pick with them in another group, and it was fantastic. But, um, I, you know, the thing that they still have, which is so interesting, is very high proof. Like, most of the stuff is coming out at, like, 126 to 130 proof, um, which is pretty high. Um, they're, 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 their single barrels are all uncut, unfiltered, pretty much. Barrel yeah, yeah. No, that, that they have, there's no doubt that they have at that distillery um, good whiskey because 
there for a while initially. Uh, you got the feeling that it was a craft distillery. It felt like a craft distillery, but then when they pulled in, uh, when they pulled in Aaron Harris and they pulled up Andemic from Wild Turkey and they really got going, you could see that what they had distilled and what they were putting out was some damn good whiskey. I mean, that rye, they understand, you know, some good single barrels. Now, they put out a couple bizarre single barrels uh, also and a, and a couple uh, blends, you know, releases that weren't the greatest, but at the same time, I think if you, this is this Marianne Eves bottle right here, which was uh, still when everybody was there, but Marianne comes in and it comes down to your palate. You know, who's, who's palatizing what they're putting out? You know what I mean? I think the thing about this bottle being that I live just down the road from Watershed is that this, this got them moving in a different direction up to that point. Um, you know, they were very young and this bottle came out and with her backing it and it was her bottle, it changed the, the, the face of that company a little bit. And then shortly after that, they came out with the uh, state of Ohio picks, which were all really good. And still people today around here are looking for certain ones, whether it's the Dutch apple or the confectioners. Um, <clears throat> but this bottle was delicious. 130 proof, I think 130.4. A lot of apple. I get a lot of apple on the nose. Um, one. No, ah, uh, one sixty-five is one thirty at point seven, so one thirty-one point four, right? Okay. Yeah. No, one thirty point four. How can it be one thirty point four when it's sixty-five point seven? Plus sixty-five is one thirty. Yeah, and seven plus seven is one point four, so it's. 31.4. Where are you getting a 7 from, fool? That's a 2. Oh. 65.2. It <laughs> looks... No, I get 65.7. No 2. That is a 7. That's a 2, Tiny. Oh. That's a 2. Oh. Look at the tail on that 7. Yeah. <laughs> that is the most lamest 2 I've ever seen, if that's it. What's yours? Let me see yours. I want to see yours. I always thought it was once. Either yeah, that they deceived me. That is sixty-five point. I thought it was one thirty-one. Anyways, what's the difference? What's what's? No, damn it! No shit. Right. Anyways, uh, so, uh, this one. I mean, this is a spectacular, well-drinking, 130.4 proof. <laughs> what's, the, what's the mash bill on that? <laughs> well, if you could read the label, good luck, because the label is black on black, so it is impossible to read. Um, the only thing I can think that it says is that it's Well, a, this is this is the... It's a combination of the apple. It's aged in an apple cask brand, uh, uh, you know, an apple cask. Yes. So this is brandy, uh, cask. brandy cask. And then it's blended with straight bourbon whiskey after that. But that's why you get so much apple on the nose. It's, it's just, it's, yeah, it oh, wow. hits you in the face. Yeah. But it is, it's really good. It was, um, I didn't get a bottle of that. 
<laughs> this was a tough one to pull out. I mean, this was a lottery. It was a lottery. Oh, a you lottery. Had to, you had to know somebody. I mean, not really, but you just had to get lucky and win the lottery. Well, I, I, I knew Aaron, so that helped. I mean, it, the lottery was over, and it, it, all of them, but there's a certain amount of people that didn't pick it up. So when I went down, Aaron let me get this bottle. So the other I, thing I remember when that went on, that, that just happened just like uh, earlier in the year. No, no, that was the that was a whole different game. The earlier in the year was their um, watersheds their rye that they released, which is so fantastic. That bottle is insane. We we tasted okay. that with Matt up in uh, Cleveland and it is so, so good. But that's the bot that's the barrel that I, I was in there. I think I got into that barrel three times. It, it's like it was the le- at the level of the Mezcal barrel at yeah. uh Spirit of French Lick, you know. It's kind of like I'm so glad I was able to get a bottle. Actually, I'm going to bring that bottle with me for Aaron. Got into that barrel with you. Yeah. 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 We yeah. Got into that barrel one yeah. That right. Yeah. Me. You, yeah. Yeah. When we went down and that and we were in there and yeah. the cat was up there and he yeah. went over there and then I was in there another time. Uh, he went. Me and Rachel just went down there and then there's another time. Where he let me drink it out of the, they they were getting ready, and he asked me what I thought, and he just let me drink it out of a sample bottle, and I I inhaled it. I did one of those inhales. So, all right, so let's, uh, this one, what do you get on this one, uh, CT, before you got to go? I, I mean, it, it has, like I said, the nose is very much the apple takes over, um, but it, it's sweet. So, you know, it's got a, it, the heat is there. You feel it in your belly a little bit. It doesn't burn like going down, but you feel it down in your stomach, but it's caramely. It's, uh, it's, it's got all the good flavor notes that you would want a bourbon to have, but it's got some kick to it. Yeah. It's got some kick and I get the apple on the front, but then I get milk duds on the, on the finish. Like uh, yeah. it's like I chewed, uh, I'm like checking my teeth for the caramel in my teeth after eating a milk yeah. dud. The caramel and the chocolate definitely come into play. Yeah, this is a, honestly for being one thirty and then coming through. This is a really a really good um, pick, and this is what we want to talk about with what Marianne did. So she goes through a distillery and she pulls out and works and blends and does this, and it's just so awesome that somebody with such a good palate can change so much of what a distillery is doing you know and uh it 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 really does come down to uh nash that you gotta have the right people tasting uh the master distiller at a distillery and the who has the final say of everything you know freddie and fred no and uh greg schneider what goes in that bottle has to be something. It doesn't have to be exactly what everybody likes because everybody likes different things. But it, they have to know what a good bourbony bourbon tastes like, and they have to know what a good yeah. chocolatey bourbon tastes like. And they and she really did a good job on this. And I'm so excited to think what you what you found out about Forbidden. But what you got, CT? So yeah, and I gotta go here. Yep. I was gonna say the, the thing about. What Marianne did is, and again, Watershed was still at that pivotal point where they had released some early stuff and, and, you know, it wasn't 
that it was bad, but people weren't really excited about it. And then this bottle came out. Well, then the next thing that Watershed comes out with is this four-year bottle. And it is almost the same as what Marianne did. It is it's a finished in apple brandy barrels, and it's a straight bourbon whiskey. And I mean, literally, four-year age statement, same. Uh, but they mimicked similar to what she did. And then this put them in a new, they just, they started going up from there. So that's kind of, for me, like Marianne's legacy, she brought something that was, was really good to this distillery. And then they capitalized and started rolling with it afterwards. So. All right. Yep. I agree. Um, so that it's like, what, you know, what makes a, what makes a good distillery? Uh, some, the, the master distiller distilling good grains and being creative, but then also the ability to recognize good whiskey, you know, and good, and, and then also blend good whiskey, you know, it's just the blending process is so important. Well, on that note, I got to go. You guys enjoy the rest, uh, Nash. Uh, Hopefully that uh, bottle is as good as the signature on it. So so far, I'm tasting the small batch, and this is phenomenal. Good. It is phenomenal. We will have to get samples. And on my sample, could you just autograph it with your name on the side of it for me? I sure will. (laughs) In a silver pen, pen, just like her. There you yeah, go. There you go. Yeah, we see you. Great to see you, bro. All right. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. So, all right. So you you're tasting the forbidden. So the reason why. So I got to watch. Uh, I did a couple things. I read a couple articles about uh, her. I'm gonna quick share the screen here. I know on the podcast you all can't we're listening here so let me um i got that i'm gonna switch over to this share screen and then i'll go to that share screen and i will hit share so did that come up right there for you yeah you can you see that yeah the forbidden by master distiller marianne eves that's what super nash has right now uh, this is her new yeah, endeavor. Showing, showing a picture of it. Uh, there we go. Yep. And I don't know what happened to the right-hand screen, but that just went to all kinds of picture. But uh, yeah, that is, that is the a small batch, and she signed a lot of the bottles, I believe, that went out because this was the first batch of Forbidden. Just just know, Nash, that yeah. when I share the screen, that's what they all see. <laughs> okay. So when you were saying, I switched over real quick because that you had it. So uh, you got some stuff so, on it, right? Yeah. Let me, uh, and this is uh, put out, this is what was uh, put out by the Today Show when she was on there. Yeah. I, uh, Marianne Eves, Kentucky's first female master distiller. Uh, as she debuted uh, Forbidden, the spirits industry's first white corn and white winter wheat expression of bold Kentucky bourbon. Inspired by Southern cooking, Forbidden is the culmination of nearly a decade of work by Eves to capture the essence of an elegant, mature bourbon achieved by non-traditional low-temperature fermentation. 
So when she was on that, oh, go ahead. Yeah, total creativity involves a certain degree of rebellion to completely uh, be to be completely creative. I tend to do things that are a little bit forbidden, says Eves. Yeah, and then also, also they talked about how not only that, but it was the 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 world she was in. She was forbidden to be a master distiller, but she did it, yeah. and she was forbidden to. Do all the things, you know, that she's breaking the grounds in, you know. I mean, who the hell takes their, uh, let me see, uh, chemical engineering degree on the road in a van and visits uh, eight different stiller- distilleries across the country and blend there to produce, you know, her own stuff and then come back and open up her own brand, you know. She she stopped in 2019 at Castle Key and started that project right there. So that's really kind of a cool thing, you know, driving around the country, um, her and her family. Uh, so that I mean, that was uh, who who's do you know anybody else who has done that as a visiting? I mean, it was almost like she's a visiting art artist. She said, went on to say that she fully controlled the distillation, aging, and bottling of forbidden from grain to glass. While creating forbidden, I have had the freedom to cross cross deep into uncharted territory by using non-traditional tr- ingredients and techniques. The resulting bourbon on my palate is perfection. Yes. And that was what Marianne Eves had to say about it. Right, right. And she, you know, she was, uh, she took what she distilled and then blended it. That small batch, uh, what's the proof? It is a 95.2 proof. And it's a five-year-old, blended five-year-old bourbon. Uh, It's a bold and elegant expression, beautifully balanced and complex. Forbidden's unique blend of cuisine-quality white corn White winter wheat and malted barley give it a sweet and smooth profile. Darker notes balance forbid, forbidden and originate from both charred barrels and fruity floral yeast. Aroma leads with uh, vanilla bean and creme brulee, dried fruit, hazelnut, light sweet citrus notes, and gentle layered spice. So and on the palate. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. You'll get caramel, citrus oil, delicate floral, along with baking spices, oak sugar, oak sugar, soft, chewy, sweet, with a hint of green, and the finish lingers with creamy sweetness and oak and spice. And I, I have to couldn't agree more. One of the best that I've tasted in a long time. So uh it's dropped. This, after tasting this tonight, I've got to tell you that it's dropped quite a few that I've been drinking way down on the list. Well, and this is stepped right up there. All I got to say is is that I think you're doing a really job, a good job of an uh, impersonation of a Saturday Night Live skit of the ladies' man. Do you have any cavassier there too to go with your bedroom drinking prowess? <laughs> Well, I guess, yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, that's just like. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
Anyways, that's more of a. I will tell you. I can't I, wait to get out of here and into into my bar room. Yeah, that's gotta that's gotta go because I mean, my God, it's just like I. It's like you're. It's like it's, you're. You're not the ladies' man. You're the married man. It's just like there's. Married man. Yeah, the married, married man. man. Married man. Yeah, he can do whatever a married man can. Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> um, so out of all those notes, what are you tasting? Because that's what I need need to know. And smelling. And nosing. Oh nosing, I'm I'm getting sweet, sweet vanilla, just like just like a creme brulee. Just a little little bit of oak. Maybe brown sugar. Mm. That's awesome. Wow. So, I mean, on the Today Show, the host was like, he got to go to Bardstown, and he was at the Bardstown Bourbon Company, and he got to do, she's like, you could, you can't miss her barrels. There's just stamped a giant forbidden on it, right? And then yeah. she was like, I'm going to have, we're going to taste this one and see if this five-year is ready for... Uh, for a single barrel, and she tasted it, and the laugh that she put out when she tasted it was like you could tell that she just felt that what she was tasting because you know she distilled it all the way. She picked the grains, she cooked it, the grains, she made the mash bill. They distilled it there at Bardstown Bourbon Company, similar. To what they do with uh, Greg Schneider, you know we've been a, we've been associated with that process, and then you know she this is five years later, and that she was t- you could tell she was tasting that barrel I think for the first time because the laugh that she gave out was like a laugh of satisfaction and like in her brain she, it was like I knew this was going to be like this you know kind of thing. You don't know when you've done those, you know, type things. You don't know. You don't know what it's going to taste like. But she she put that laugh out, and it was really kind of cool to see. And then he tasted it, and and they were talking about on the show that there's no, the spice is low, the sweetness is up, and it was almost like at a 90.4, did you say, or two? I'm having problems. 95.2. That it did not, it drank like a Basil Hayden. Yeah, it does. It just, man, it's it's like a creamy vanilla pudding right up front. But then that goes away. And then you get these floral notes. So did she sign the small batch or the single barrel? Real light oaky, just a little bit of spice. Very. Very little bit of tingling spice on it. So did she smoke? Did she um, sign this the single barrel or the small batch? Small batch. So you open the small batch. Open that. Open that barrel. Yeah. Uh, that that single barrel. Now that's that's higher proof. That single barrel, or did she proof that the same? I don't think. She, I think she's going to do it barrel proof, right? Yeah. It's uh. It's uh. Let's see. 
It's 115 proof. Yeah, I figured. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think of cast strength. She did three single barrel cast strengths. What's that one called? And it's a it's forbidden forbidden single barrel. No special Mark. markings whatsoever. Nope. Nope. And this one actually is selected uh, by Bourbon Outfitter. Yeah. Yeah, the Bourbon Outfitters is where you could have, where where everybody could have gotten it, except us in little old Ohio. It was only four states. Bur Bourbon Outfitters would have shipped anywhere. Yeah. It's, but it was but, just. I the, mean, the release, uh, it says available initially in these states, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina. On shelves. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, Bourbon Outfitter would have shipped it to any, any state that would allow. It's a shame that. Uh, yeah, Ohio does not allow. Ohio. I like your uh, unless, unless, unless your super nation shipped two ounce samples to his his buddies with macaroni and cheese boxes. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. The first at first it was macaroni and cheese, you know, the full box, and we would just like get it, and I would make it for Alice, and then it was um, at one point you got you got a little bit smarter, and it was single servings. <laughs> servings <laughs> still made it for alice <sighs> then it became nothing nothing but bourbon <laughs> you just have to market uh wine and it goes because you could ship wine to ohio especially if you get it from a place that does a winery now see i'm just i think that's impressive oh, so wow. let's um talk about what what so you got this this week did you get anything else this week uh, well, last week I got a the William Larue Weller that I traded my uh, old Rip Van Winkle ten year. Yeah, you've got a couple of those ten years, right? No. Well, I got part a part. Well, three quarters of a bottle of ten year. After I drank the Stitzel Weller ten year, I and then I got to drink the ten year um, at Whiskey's on uh, the. Fourth of July fireworks. There was no difference. I don't ever want to drink ten year again. You should just trade that because it's just compared to the Stitzel Weller. And we're gonna when we when you come up for Kentucky Bourbon Festival, we're gonna have to get up by Brad. I'm trying to get uh, Brad Bonds from Revival, it, it, one of the great uh, places in the country right now as far as a vintage bottle shop. Uh, it's amazing what he's doing. The pours, you just everybody should follow. Because you are talking about, you could drink something from like 1963 for for $10 a pour. He opens pours up every single week and gives special, I mean, it was Jack Daniels from 1972, uh, Jim Beam from 1969, all in their things. And he opens them up and he's like, come on in, 10 bucks a pour. And you, it's just so reasonable for how old those pours are. He's just doing an amazing job. But I was able to do what I think this is one of my best pickups as as uh, awesome. I picked up the 2023 bomb burgers. And I think I'm bringing this down and having uh, Dan sign this at the festival. I just I just I after what we did with Dan, 
I so respect this bottle. Had a pour with it, but that was but that was the 2022, right? Yeah, del- dis- yeah, delicious. Check that podcast out if you can. Um, so I, I was really happy that That's where Super Nash falls on his ass right in front of Dan McKee. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, and then yeah, spill a drop. That's what that's what Dan, Dan would uh, liked about it. He, he's like didn't even have a drink yet, and yet he didn't spill a drop when he hit his ass. No, what's no, what's messed up is that the what's been available for the last couple weeks here. Um, one, let's just give another update. Um, OHLQ went to Ireland, so you had uh, you had Jim Canepa, you had Lorraine. Terry and then also Ann Dimmick um, all head over to Ireland last week. And they basically picked um, at one day, they saw 16 Irish distilleries and they picked single barrels. Never has a state gone to Ireland for um, never heard of it. Yeah. It's not ever been done. They're the first state to do it. And they did. Irish whiskey barrel picks from you know right at the distilleries they picked it it's going to be coming to Ohio I mean what the hell I mean do you do you know anybody who's doing Irish whiskey barrel picks in the country I mean like a whole like it's unbelievable what they're going to be I don't know of any Irish single barrels that sell at the liquor store do you no, but I'm going to tell you this: you're you're not going to be able to wait to get a sample of this this single barrel. What you? I don't have to wait. You're coming to my house tomorrow. If I could, <laughs> if I could, I would be on a plane. I have some freaking freaking um, fire extinguishers at at the office that you need to pick up and recharge for me. Hell yeah, I am on a plane. I will catch a red eye tonight. Uh, so, so uh, I've so there's a couple. Spice. I'm getting so excited. I'm gonna a little fu- bit of vanilla up front, but oh my gosh, there's a lot of spice, and then holy crap! See, these are the kind of things that um, I mean. It didn't just like. That did not fly off the shelves everywhere. It, it people there, people. I believe you still have a the shot at getting of the legs off this on this. Yeah, well, well, you look at this. Look at the color on that. Look at the color on this. And then the same thing. I noticed the legs were so long that I took a sip, and it went from yeah. top to bottom. I mean, it was like the leg was top to bottom on this. So oh, brown sugar. Maybe cigar box. This is almost like a cigar cigar blend. I would have to. I would love to put this right here, this watershed, up against that, and I would probably say they're close because she knows what she likes. I mean, let's just review. First, she was hired at Brown and Foreman. She became. Their first ever master taster at Brown and Foreman, meaning that 
everything that was being distilled, they were deferring for water um, for um, Woodford Reserve. So she mm-hmm. had a lot to do with the Double Oaks program. She had a lot. Uh, and then she was on track to be the master distiller at Woodford Dis- uh, not Woodford Reserve. And the job at Castle and Key popped up. And she, what would you say? Um, she took it. But it's 2015, that happened to 2019. She was there for four years distilling whiskey that right now is starting to come, come out. Now, she's not there. I wish she was there. <laughs> Right, because again, although she was the master distiller, you need the right people tasting through those barrels and picking them for their batches. And I, I'm I'm here to say that um, batch one at Castle and Key was not a was not a winner for me. Yeah, me so too. it was young. It just tasted yep. young, and it was not not that great. So I was glad I didn't pick that up, but I heard batch two was much better. And I'm sure as her, uh, you know, hopefully they have the right people there. Just, you know, just got batches one and two in, in here on the ship on the shelf. Excuse me. Their rye was okay. I got batch two rye. She also did some work at uh, Sweden's Cove. Oh, yeah. She she worked with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Uh, and also, uh, who else was it? There's somebody else she worked with. Uh, Check that out. I got, it right. I got it right here. I did have. Where was it? It's like. Okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Peyton Manning and Andy Roddick. And then Sweet and Cove. Yeah. Peyton Manning and Andy Roddick. Work to, Andy Roddick? I, I recognize the name, but it's not. Me too, but I can't think of exactly who it is. Well, it's funny. He's a, he, he's a celebrity client. <laughs> one of the one of her celebrity clients. Right. And, and what she did with Peyton and... But, well, it's funny. She worked with Sweeten's Cove with Peyton, but it was actually Cooper Manning that was heading up the whole thing. So, yeah. and Peyton went into the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year, and there was a lot of Sweetens Cove up here by me at the at his party. He was able to bring that in, and he was sharing it amongst the guests. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, once again, covering covering a topic that you know it's out there uh if you get a chance to i mean we we did the tasting of sweeten's cove with uh tiny and whiskey's uh rapid tasting and sweeten's cove was pretty good there's no doubt uh was i I don't know um you know you've got marianne working with peyton manning and the price point of that was pretty high I mean, that was a pretty high price point. Uh, I think the price point, um, although it was good, 
it wasn't as good as this. And this price point was $100. Um, what's the price price point on the Forbidden? Uh, it is, I'll tell you right here, $129.99. And that's for the small batch? What was the what was the barrel proof uh, single barrel? Single barrel? I believe it was the same thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the same thing. Same price. <sighs> All right. Like I said, uh, again, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, I appreciate yep. it. I know I know it's been rough lately. It's good to have you back on, Super Nash. I know. It's glad, hey, glad to be here. I've missed it. You know, I have. Yeah, no, I, it was good to get you on tonight. Uh, yeah. it, it's so cool to know that you you are complete. I mean, honestly, you know, when I first met you I, I personally, I, I met Sherry at the same time, you know, it's been a road to get here, but it's really kind of cool. Yes, absolutely. And believe me, it's, uh, it's just getting better. Well, getting better. well, and, uh, tell Sherry that as a wedding gift, I'm giving you a complete chef set of pots and pans. Oh no! That'll be coming. That'll be coming, and and just make sure that she knows. I know why you're doing it. I know why you're doing it. No. Yes. <laughs> that cab. No, it's okay because that cabinet's already emptied out. But uh, not for how many pots and pans I'm sending you. <laughs> There's going to be another cabinet. Look, I'm going to show you. Look right there. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be like, you need to get that off the floor. She, I'm oh, gonna... I am. I'm, that's, part of, that's part of tomorrow's agenda. Um, I'm building add-ons to those two middle shelves, just like the one at the top there, so I can get all that off the floor. But all that came out of the uh, kitchen cabinet to make room for her pots and pans and stuff. And, Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, I'm going to get some whiskey out of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, and that's the other thing is uh, I'm boxing up your stuff tomorrow morning because uh, I got, I've worked my tail off uh, this week. And uh, tomorrow morning, uh, I've got things finished up that uh, I'm going to, I got a couple of shelves to build right there so I can. Close that closet back up, and uh, the air conditioning is working well, right? Oh yes, absolutely. Because you need it down there. Because I know up here tomorrow it's supposed to hit ninety four here. I although, go ahead. It was a hundred and two today. Jeez, that's even higher than Nash needs to go out in. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I, you know I'm 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 done with uh, work. I've got one job Monday, uh, tomorrow. Uh, when Sherry gets off, we're uh, we're going to Jelly Roll in Atlanta. We're going to Atlanta for the weekend. Oh, Taking her sister and going to see Jelly Roll in concert at Is, the amphitheater. So you're going to be in the downtown Atlanta area? Nope. Uh, actually, we're going to be in Alfreda. Georgia, uh, which is uh, damn. in the outskirts. Because, you know, there's got to be another Booker's up there. <laughs> Believe me, I, I know where to look. 
You knew where to look. All right. So. That's true. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yes, See you. absolutely. Thank everybody for tuning in and uh, checking us out and just spending a little time with the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Uh, always check us out on our website, YouTube. Uh, ask Siri or Alexa to play us while you're riding in the car. Hell yeah. Or on your home computer. Yep. Join us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X. I love saying X instead of Twitter. I mean, it just works for me. It's just like Twitter just never made sense. X makes sense. Anyways, and then also remember, good bourbon, good whiskey equals good times and good friends. Remember to absolutely drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive, but live your life dangerously dangerously go out there and live it period yep and uh little steve-o is going to take us out Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.